We're the chipmunks. <laughs> Join these three brothers and their sister wives, and of course, their token human, <laughs> okay, as they travel the seven seas. But they're not pirates. Arg! Oh, David Cross, Jenny Slate, Jason Lee, Justin Long, Matthew Gray Goobler, Jesse McCartney, Amy Poehler, Anna Ferris, Christina Applegate, and Alan Tudiak return as the chipmunks the chipettes and even dave seville in this classic family story of what's supposed to happen and what actually happens <laughs> okay this is not your mama's alvin and the chipmunks one or alvin and the chipmunks two this is gonna be alvin and the chipmunks three oh no chipwrecked Coming to theaters 12 years ago, if you had a child, the day this movie came out, that child could now drive illegally. <laughs> Alvin of the Chipmunks 3, Chipwrecked. This movie's horny as shit. <laughs> Their assholes are always out. It's Ooh, insane. Airtight awesome. I'm psychic in many ways. That guy's had like three sandwiches this week. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> that was, in a word, insane. Uh, uh, and, uh, welcome, and welcome back to another episode of Critical, Critical Darlings. Darlings. I'm Sir Maxim Drag King Extraordinaire and Funkadelic Mover and even Dancer. <laughs> I've been dancing for probably 26 years now and I've just been happily skipping through the daisies because my life is so easy and things just work out for me. And I'm Clayton. And this is Critical, Critical Darlings. Darlings. Our podcast where every single week we dive into a what? A movie. A bad, shitty, shitty, Usually bad, 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 bad movie. And we talk about what makes it tick, you know? So, yeah. So, maybe think about that. Who the fuck was. who? It, Alan Tudyk? Is he. He's one of the chipmunks, you say? Yeah, he's Simone. Oh. Wait, they brought in a different oh, voice actor? Simone. I, I read that as Simon, but yeah, because Simon's Greg Gublar. Uh huh. Okay, Alan that's Tudyk, fascinating. You might know him as K2SO. From Rogue One. <laughs> yes, that is true. And I, Shiny from Moana. Alan Tudyk, he does a lot of voices. Shiny. Oh, he's one of the freaking um, guys. One of the freaking Flight of the Concords. No? Um, in Flight of the Con, I I didn't think so. But he's Shiny. Oh, no, that is Jermaine Clement, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my bad. Alan no. Tudyk is, he's in a lot of stuff. He does a lot of voice acting stuff. You know, um, Shiny. Fly of the Concords, uh, those guys. Sorry, I'm just staring at Alan Tudyk's. Uh, he's on American Dad, and the poster for American Dad is is haunting. But Shiny, that guy, he's in Fly of the Concords. Fly of the Concords was a song I did at a theater competition in middle school. Wow, uh, one of their songs for a lip syncing thing. And how ironic it is now that I lip sync and make money doing it, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. that is. I don't. It is ironic. Yeah, maybe not ironic. Um, uh, it's funny. Tell me a few experiences as well. When yes. I was in, when I was in fifth grade, I was creative, of course. I was imaginative. Uh -huh. But sixth grade is whenever our, my middle school started to have like theater classes, and you can go to theater class. And I saw that like lip syncing was a common thing we would do in middle school, mm -hmm. like all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, 
at competitions or like we would do shows. We did we had a lip sync show every year where it was just lip syncing, and mm-hmm. that sounds like hell to sit through watching middle schoolers lip sync. Even though like <laughs> that's, I mean, I watch people lip sync all the time, and I'm like fierce slay period. Uh, but um, I would in sixth grade was when I would start to just in my head as I was just roaming the earth outside of these theater classes, listening to songs and imagining performing them and like how I would perform it and how mm-hmm. you could stage it and how you could do it in different ways. And I, I noticed myself doing that like when I was like 12. And so I started to think like, wow, like I feel like I've been bitten by the performing bug now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just remember that being like an active shift in my brain. Did you ever feel like at a certain point in your life you watched yourself become more artistic or something yeah i think so i this is going to sound a little maybe um not sound narcissistic but make me sound like i am narcissistic um but a, a a big thing that like got me interested in being a performer is truly it is that i do uh-huh. enjoy you know, being in front of an audience and that kind of thing. And, yeah. and like, uh, uh, definitely a part of me that enjoys the attention that You're comes a performer. with it. Um, and so I remember in, uh, seventh grade for me, cause I'd always, uh, this is crazy. We would do these plays at my Christian school. Your the um, cult that you went to when you were yes. four. Uh, and in sixth grade we did a lot of the times they would do, because all the, like the first and second and third graders, sorry, no, the the kindergarten through like the third grade, kindergarten through second grade. I just Come need to on. be really historically accurate about this. Uh, <laughs> they would do like a play. It was like there it will would be, be a like quiz. Humpty Dumpty and the no. three little pigs, stuff like that. Um, Humpty Dumpty and the three little pigs. It's just like all the fairy tales. Baking the eggs much, and then maybe they learn a song together, and it's all cute. This sucks. And then that would be followed because this would all be all be one night where the whole school would they would all have plays that they're doing. Third through fifth grade would be doing a play that was picked out that was very much like a play that was made to be uh, like performed by third through fifth graders. Um, the like- story of a. a- princess who doesn't want to be a princess or something like that okay um wait what happens to her i don't know well i have to watch the play for i got (laughs) as a jester i got kissed on the cheek by her no i'll tell you that much and then church i may have told this uh story before but i i was in tights because i was a jester and i was a fifth grader of course and i got a little a bit bit of an erection in tights (sighs) in front of everybody that was my fucking fear until yeah. i was like 20 of Not course it's terrifying <laughs> yeah i still it's it's scary it's still, still there it's still it's like less so for me because like it would just enhance the uh-huh. performance but when i was still doing stage stuff and stand-up even i was like if I uh-huh. it, i've never been as worried about it on stage but just like any any atmosphere where like if you're where if i'm wearing tight pants at oh, all or anything like that God. i'm like you are going to get hard and it's going to ruin your life. But yeah, your life is um, sixth through eighth grade would okay. do uh, every year. The principal would write a play that is a parody of a movie. That's insane. Um, 
And so I, of course, I left after sixth grade because the principal was very mean to me and he was a bad person. Yeah. Um, but the year that I was there, I played the, the play that we did was uh, a parody of Star Wars. Play. Um, and I was Garth Vader, principal Garth Vader at Star Wars High or whatever. My man. And I would come out uh, and this is honestly, this is probably a big like instrumental thing for why I wanted to pursue comedy. I mean, I was always like like class clown type funny guy. Yeah, you um, were. But I remember going out and my introduction is that there's like an apple sitting on a stool there and I come out and I go, and I'm, I'm trying to use the force on an apple, even though this takes place at like a school where there's no magic or anything. And, and everybody was eating it up. I was like sitting there going, and everybody laughing. George Carlin, who? And then like C Douglas Howell. (laughs) That's right. And, and I, I did make them uh, credit me in the playbill as C Douglas Howell. Um, but so that was instrumental. Ow! Um, I'm gonna slap my leg so you, hard. You, you're, you're smacking God. that knee there. Um, and then I remember as well in seventh grade, uh, like just in my theater class, we were asked to like read play parts, and everybody being like, "Clayton, yeah. you're like a good actor," and I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, if you say so, if you okay. insist. I mean, if you if you think I'm a good yeah, actor, really I guess you're the one saying that." But. Seventh grade, that was Mike TV. Oh, uh, yeah. Song, some kids like electric trains and some kids like to use their brains to earn a university degree. That goes hard. Yeah, That's it was cool. awesome. And uh, I told you, it's so ironic that I play. Hey, maybe it's not ironic what I'm about to say. <laughs> I play Mike TV and Mike TV was like. Now you watch TV. Now I watch TV. I have a brother-in-law named Mike. I also did back then, um, but uh, Mike TV. I've told you this was like not him, but like the scene where he got shrunk down, mm-hmm. and he's like in the shower yeah. with the Oompa Loompa was like a turn on for me. Like uh-huh. it was like a weird sexual awakening. Uh-huh. Um, that was a that. I don't know why I'm like so smitten about this moment, but I've, I've wrong, definitely yeah. heard that before. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think you know. maybe so you played Mike TV and I so did. obviously you developed a personal connection to the character. I did. And so then you see Mike TV mm. getting shrunk down and seeing the Oompa Loompa's hairy legs um, <laughs> and <laughs> knowing that he's looking up and seeing Oompa Loompa penis. Um, do you think that that... You 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 were empathizing with him more, and that's why you felt so touched by it. Maybe uh, I do remember before even playing Mike TV, watching that movie and feeling the same way. Um. That kid got the fucking short end of the stick. I mean, they all got really fucked up. I, the Squirrel Girl one, she seemed basically fine. Like at the end, she got like ravaged by squirrels, but she she was more or less fine. The rest were like forever damaged. Mm-hmm. The kids were damaged. But it was the parents' fault. If the whole thing, if the whole rule of it was like, you know, parents raise your children right, why do the kids get punished? Yeah. It's such a fucking Old Testament way of getting punished. I remember being a child reading the Bible from Genesis onward. I was mm-hmm. probably like 10 or 11. I was like, well, if the world's going to end in 2012, I want to become a Christian so that whenever God comes back and the rapture happens, I don't want to die and go to hell. 
So I started reading from Genesis forward, and I didn't get very far into Genesis. Um, It's so funny to be like, well, I need to learn about, like, what Christianity has to offer. So, of course, I'm going to start at Genesis. And the first, like, hundred, like, pages of this book are just like, and then God created the world, and then Adam did this. And it's just like, it's just just the creation story. Yeah. Um, And a bunch of, like, really, like, mean rules where it's like God will kill you if you even look at another God. God hates you if you are even slightly mean to your neighbor. God will smite you. And then it would say things like um, if you, it, it would be like really poetic stuff. Uh, I'm sure whoever's listening who knows all this stuff would know what this is. But there's a certain part where it's like the sins of the father or passed down to the children and his children and his children. But then like the blessings of the father are passed down to his children, and his children. So then I was like, what? I was like, so what if my, my dad did something bad, but I did something good. Does that cancel out? And I was a kid. I was like, if, so if I do something bad, my great, 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 great grandchildren will still be reaping the consequences. But mm. if, if someone in the middle did something good there, does it stop? But see, that's why you got it. You you <sighs> it, it, you can't judge it based on the first one because Jesus the further you get into the Bible, the much more forgiving it is. Yeah. Whereas like the the, the first part of the Bible will explicitly not, yeah. say like the Old Testament will explicitly say like it you will go to hell if you do this. And then yeah. in in the New Testament, it's like. Look, honestly, just be a good person and believe in God and yeah. you're fine. Like, but truly, don't still don't do it. Divorced from like the effect that it's had. Divorced from the fandom. The mm. Bible itself is a very cool book. Like it's a very interesting piece of literature. Like yeah. any Crash Course, you know, Crash Course, like the like the YouTube channel, John Green. Like, uh yes. Yeah. Did you ever watch those ever? Like, Not really, no. There was one that was on mythology. And they talked about the Bible from just a just a mythology standpoint, um, and like the similarities it had with other like flood stories or creation stories or first man or anything like that. And um, it was just really interesting. Like a lot of the the themes were really cool. And uh, yeah, I feel like whenever I was in church, it was never about any of the stuff that I thought was cool about the Bible. With like like the the more boring stuff, like the history or like the language of it or like how people wrote it or why they wrote it or whatever. It was just about the message, which sucks. Hate the message. Be nice to people. What is this fucking avatar? You know? Uh Uh, No, I'm kidding. I love that. Um, In fact, I really want to do. Oh my God. Clay, I have to show you something. Okay. So, so he, so vamp for a minute. Well, I'll vamp first and then you vamp. I'll look this up. Okay. Um, All stars eight drag race. It's all stars. You know where they come back. They've been eliminated. Uh Um, this season is fine, but I think altogether it's good. Sorry, I'm burping. But good. Jimbo, as I've told you of her, uh, they the category was um, reveal yourself. Something they had to be something with like a reveal. Like you come out in one outfit, tear it off. There's another one under it. Uh-huh. Uh, but Jimbo, thinking outside the box, she always fucking does. I fucking love her. Did this insane look, like there's like no way even way to put it. Just just watch it and I'm going to describe it for all the viewers. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is not the actual runway. This is like a video she did after the fact, but mm-hmm. so this is what it is. It starts. Whoa. Jimbo is walking backwards, 
uh-huh. with the face of a man behind her, uh-huh. and then it's her face, and the and she's naked, and it looks like Adam. It's supposed to be like Adam and Eve. Uh-huh. Um, but and there's a like yeah, there's like a creepy face on the back of her, her head, like a mask. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's like so. Okay, these edits are insane. <laughs> the music. Uh huh. But anyway, yeah. Um, it was just so fucking cool. I know that you're a Christian, so you would think that's cool. Yes. I love Adam and Eve. They um, mean so much to me. Yeah. Um, Max. Sup. What have you seen recently that's awesome and epic and cool? Before we talk about the shit we watched this week. Like, sure. Like the movie we watched. As far as good things, um, I don't think I've watched any movies. You saw Spider-Verse. I saw Spider-Verse. I don't think I've seen anything between now and then i watched bob's burgers while i was stoning something nice. damn time is going by so fast i haven't like watched yeah it yeah time is fucking yeah our lives are flying by before we know it we're gonna be dead it's slipping through my fingers do you slipping feel that through my fingers all the time. do you feel like life is going faster than you like um no good i have i don't know what it is about my mind i never really feel panic about for the most part, I never feel panic about like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, or like, this is happening, yeah. I'm going to die. Like, I don't know. I usually, I can think about that and it does not like fill me with dread or anything. I have a lot of uh, uh, peace with the idea of, you know, just mortality and, and uh-huh. like time in general. I really admire that. I feel like I, I can definitely get that from you. I similarly, I believe I'm at peace with mortality specifically. Like I know I'm going to die. I joke about it like all the time, but it's more so the, like the time slipping away from me where I could have done some, maybe, maybe it is rooted from mortality. I don't know, but it's like where I Uh feel like I, I don't like wasting time. I don't like, time because i think mm-hmm. i, I want to be productive with it it's like i think it's more of a capitalism thing I don't know. yeah i think i i it i would guess that it probably is rooted in mortality the, the idea yeah. of like that you only have so much time on this earth and you need to make sure it's like worth it because you're gonna die and like what have you done at the end yeah um but the fact is baby if you would the second that you're born and you take one breath you've already done enough the second you're born, you've already done it. The enough. second you're born, you take one breath, you already fucked up, honey. Yeah, you're. <laughs> it's already over for you. I mean, that's a little bit of how I had to, how I have to think about it. In my worst moments, I have to be like, well, think of it this way: you're either completely worthy, or you've wasted it, and you have no choice but the fact that you've wasted it. So you just accept it and move on. Uh-huh. And it kind of works where it's like. Sometimes I'm just like, well, I just wasted my life. Whatever, I don't care. Uh-huh. Okay, I accepted it, and now I can actually be free of that mindset if I'm yeah. just like. I'm never going to be happy with the way I spend my time. So I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. The only purpose you have in this world is to satisfy yourself by the time you're done here. And and you get to choose what that means for you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Spider-Verse is really good. And if you want to find a way to spend your time in a way that it's worth it. Watch Spider-Verse. Watch Spider-Verse. I mean, the consensus is most people, they love it. They couldn't really hear it. That's okay. Yeah. How, I, was, how was it for you? The sound issue. I had a little bit of sound issues, um, but uh, not that much. I, 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 I just had one moment where I had trouble hearing, uh, but it's definitely there. And I could see how if my volume was maybe a little bit lower, I yeah. would have had issues. My hearing got really fucked up with a movie I watched the other day. 
Oh? Yeah, because it was so high-pitched and evil. And it was oh. like Fred. <laughs> um, That's true. And so I'm enjoying my day. I'm trying there. I'm sitting there trying to enjoy my day. Mm-hmm. And then I hear this annoying, raspy little voice. You know that uh, TikTok sound? No. Well, you'll love it. Okay. Clayton, explain what we do every single goddamn week on this podcast. Every fucking week. And guys, keep in mind, when we say every week, this isn't every other week. We're not exactly. Everyone. I peaked the mic a lot. I'm not being hyperbolic there. Um, what we do every week in the shadows is I will surprise Max with a movie at the end of one of our episodes. Then we watch it at the, on the next episode. And then at the end of that episode, Max would surprise me with a movie. So a a few weeks ago, we did fucking, uh, God, every (laughs) time we get to this part, I I don't know any movie that Good luck. Uh huh. Uh huh. So last week was airplane mode. We watched airplane mode because before that we, we watched, watched. Um, there was an Air Bud at some point. <laughs> that what was the like hell three did ago. we watch? Okay, let I me don't find fucking out. No, honestly, I don't even want to know. I want to know, and the audience deserves to know because I they don't. Go. So we watched. I made Max watch Airplane Mode because he made me watch Jack and Jill because I made him watch Transformers Revenge of the Fallen because he made me watch Air Bud because I made him watch The Invention of Lying because he made me watch Catwoman. And you best believe we did. And we watched all of those things. And we watched it so you don't have to. And, Who's that, that? and that led up to us currently right now having watched... What's up, Clayton? What? Your face? Nothing. <laughs> what what so i i briefly got on twitter while i was looking at uh, our our podcast stuff and there was a message from echirio oda the uh person who creates one, one piece, piece yeah um that he's going into surgery and it was the message was from like minutes ago and i was like no 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 uh he's it's it's surgery for his astigmatism um so i was oh, yeah i was like no and then i was like oh it's, oh my it's God. it literally doesn't matter that would ruin your life it it, I, it would genuinely it would really uh no genuinely be it would very be, sad it would be very sad I, I, would, yeah. I would be devastated um so if he had surgery so we <laughs> so we watch i really like his a little movie called say it with me Alvin, Elvin, and, and the, the Chipmunks, chipmunks colon, chipwrecked. chipwrecked. Hey, has your colon ever got chipwrecked? Oh, uh, my colon has been all kinds of wrecked. Alvin and the Chipmunks, colon, chipwrecked. Uh-huh. I added that part so that when I make the TikTok of that sound, I can put that at the beginning earlier. So, you know, so. Nice. Okay, so rated R. Did you know that? <laughs> 2011 comedy slash family. Okay. So they are a family. They are a family. Are they a family or are they fucking dating? They are a family and they are fucking. We see this. We see this. We see so many examples of this. Yeah, but we're going to go into that in a second. Okay, so first I want to give you the rundown Uh, on the the chipmunks. The TikTok hounds, the TikTok virgins are going to be so mad at us. I. But we can't be silent. I literally, like, I'm just going to see, like, what the update is, like, what the status is on the TikToks right now because. You uh, people are pissing me off. Let's read. I would love to read some of these comments, knowing what we know now. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Oh my God. So there's nine comments. Okay. No, I got, <laughs> that's right. 
There's so many comments on the most recent one because I got into a fight with someone in the comments. <laughs> okay, so the chipmunk siblings are dating. Mm-hmm. The person clearly didn't watch the video or listen to our, po- our podcast. Um, oh, I hate this first comment. Okay. Someone says, A, it's just a song referring to We Are Family. Uh-huh. <laughs> B, the chipettes don't call Dave dad. I admit. Wrong. I don't think the Chipettes call Dave Dad. Do they? this one? Do they? I mean, because... Actually, now that I think about it, I think the only person that calls him Dad is Theodore, right? Yeah. I don't even think Alvin or Simon do. But they are clearly a family. They don't call him Dad, but they are still clearly a family, family. in how they operate. Uh-huh. So... They're just adopted. So, A, it's just a song. I know... Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> I know it's just a song, but fucking riddle me this. Why would they fucking sing We Are Family at the end of the movie? Whenever mm. you end a movie, whatever you end the movie on the note of is probably the thesis of the fucking movie. Defying so, gravity is just a song. Yeah, literally. Fucking literally. Literally. Like, um, I don't even, like, in any of the, the, the an ending song of uh of, of a musical is supposed to leave you leave, as you're walking out of the theater leave you being like that's what they wanted to convey to us uh-huh. is we are family they are a family now they are a found family they found each other they're a family okay uh-huh. so if they could have done celebration they could have done celebration they could have done shake your groove come thing. on Shake, shake your groove thing shake, shake your groove thing day. that's a party song yeah that's a party song yeah that's a party song yeah yeah it just makes me so fucking mad that these fucking imbeciles are okay. So then, someone says, "Okay, so the, there's there's a one comment that says this is just about Umbrella Academy. I don't know what it is, but thank you for supporting our podcast. I know the I know the show. I don't know what you're talking about there. Oh, there's like <laughs> incest in that, right? There's like what is what is it? What they say? This is just about Umbrella Academy. That's oh, the, they that's say the comment. That, sorry. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, there's incest in that. Whatever. There's I mean yeah, but again, adopted siblings. So yeah, you know. So, uh, Anyway, so this, so this is a new thread. Brand new. This is a new one. Someone says, they are not siblings. Have y'all seen all four movies and the shows? Skull, skull, skull. Okay, calm down. First, we're working through it. <laughs> yeah. Two, the shows? Honey, we're talking about the movies that most people have seen. Okay, so I understand. I understand. A lot of people in the comments let me know this. In the animated show that there's a woman who owns the Chipettes. The same that... that the Chippas have their own Dave, but she's like a uh, neighbor. That She's not in the fucking movies. So we're not talking about the shows, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm talking about the movies that are in front of my fucking face. So uh-huh. the first movie, the Chippas aren't in it. Second one, I'm just going based off of the movie. Listen, you can't expect every single person to watch every single part of the fandom. So whatever you show me on screen is what people are probably going to walk away with. So even if you for a second accidentally convey that they're family, that's what people are going to leave the theater thinking. Yeah. If you leave the fucking theater thinking we are family while wow, they're family. Wait, that's weird because they were trying to fuck each other. It makes me so also, fucking mad. What we were even <laughs> talking about is directly – because. We're not even <laughs> saying that in, in reference to us thinking like, oh, I think these, these chip, chipmunks are actually siblings. They look exactly like each other. Each of them are fucking the one that look like their fucking twin sister. 
This is this is what you guys are fucking doing to us. So 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 so. Someone uh, says they are not siblings. Have y'all seen all four movies and the shows? By the way, that has one like. That pissed me off. Uh-huh. That pissed Ooh, me the fuck off. We gotta find I that said, motherfucker. Fucking show yourself. <laughs> fucking show yourself. You're gonna like some comment. Comment yourself. That pissed me off so bad. So then I said, in all caps, they sing We Are Family. <laughs> to be honest, so mine has two likes. I think that might be you and me. <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, so I admit, me commenting, they sing We Are Family, not the most, it's succinct. It's not the most comprehensive strike back, you know, like debate. Uh, um, because, you know, I'm just repeating what was said in the TikTok, you know. So then the person responded to me says, how does that make them siblings, LOL? Hey, I hate that tone. Hate the uh, tone. If anyone ends a text with LOL whenever you're fighting them, uh-huh. I hate that bullshit. It's like, oh, you're mad, but I'm not mad. Oh, it it's, sounds like you're mad, but I just want you to know I'm really not mad. They're performing this like, I don't care. You're being weird. Uh, you're, like, what uh, yeah. the fuck? That shit makes me so mad. Uh, especially when they're like, they, they've now commented twice on this. Yeah, they've and commented they, twice. And they're trying to act like you're, like as yeah. if you've come into their space. If you, if they We're really, going to get you, motherfucker. If they didn't really care. Um, also, guys, don't send this person harassment. There. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're getting very upset here, and, and that's because we're having fun. We're not... We're, can, you we tell, don't actually, can you tell we're having fun right now? We, we don't mean these people any ill will. So then... No, yeah, because this is what it's about. We're starting conversations. Yes. So this is, they said, how does that make them siblings at all? So then I said, why would they end the movie on the song, quote, we are family, if not to convey that they are a family? That is... Yeah. And that's a good point. Uh, so he says... I don't know, but Dave, this has a spoiler. Is that okay? They said IDK, first hate that shit, but Dave didn't officially adopt the Chipettes, only the Chipmunks in the fourth movie. Okay. Um. So what you are saying right now is that it doesn't count because they're not, there's no paperwork. Uh Uh-huh. I understand that. I get why you would think that. And maybe in a court of law, you couldn't outlaw the chipmunks fucking each other mm-hmm. because they're not legal family. Uh-huh. However, if ever if it if they look like family, walk like family, talk like family, sing like family, say we are a family, mm-hmm. they're a family, dude. They're and a family. Again, and again, and again, they look exactly like it. these are three chipmunks who came from the woods and yeah. then a, a little bit later three more chipmunks come that look exactly like them that like it, it it is the equivalent of like being attracted to your sister like whether why are you so attracted to somebody that looks exactly like you we've we've talked about this on the first Alvin and chipmunks episode clayton if you came home and you were dating someone yeah. who looked exactly <laughs> like you and her name was clarice uh-huh. Or something, and she did stand up, and she had a podcast, and she did comedy, and she did improv, and she did all these freaking things. I would say that is weird. That's uh-huh. weird. We yeah. all agree, right? We all yeah. agree. I say whenever gay guys date guys who look exactly like them, I think that's weird. I think uh-huh. it's fucking weird. And it's one thing for them to date someone who doesn't look like them, and then slowly over the course, of a married couple, you know, looks the same. Yeah, that's different. That's cute. But for you to so literally, there's no way that I'm not. So I'm not saying they came from the same 
mommy. I'm not saying they all came from the same mommy chipmunk. I definitely uh-huh. think, though. But maybe the daddy. The daddy had something to do with it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just fucking disgusts me. Uh-huh. So before we go, so by the way, we watched Avril the Chipmunk's chip, Chipwreck. <laughs> yes. So they're on the third one. So I'm going to give a short. So now that we got that out of the way, uh-huh. on this podcast, we treat ten them minutes. like family. That was 10 minutes of discussion, by the way, <laughs> about these comments. Gorgeous. Um, so uh, now I'm going to give you the rundown on this movie. Yes. Alvin and the Chipmunks colon Chipwrecked. It's funny, childlike, and light. That's true. <laughs> Uh, someone says, good movie. My kids enjoyed it. Lots of fun. Although years after it came out, the pop culture references are overly dated. That's the first review on, on Google. That is true. That is true. There is a, there's a honey badger don't care joke in here. That was awesome. It was. I think we were putting together the pieces that like this was the first one of these that released since like meme culture was a thing. Right. And it was like just enough of a thing to not be like that. That people probably found it funny when they watch it in theater, oh, yeah. but like to the oh, point yeah. where we look at, back at it and are like, Ugh. especially kids. Uh-huh. Okay, so <clears throat> Dave Seville, played by Jason Lee, the Chipmunks and the Chibets are taking a luxury cruise to the International Music Awards. True. Of course, Alvin cannot resist the urge to create havoc. Alvin. Fucks it up. And the singing rodents soon find themselves marooned on a seemingly deserted island. While Dave and an unlikely ally launch a search, Alvin and company discover that they are not alone on the island, as they first thought. True. Release date, December 16th, 2011. Director Mike Mitchell, how much do you think it made at the box office? Oh, that's a great question. I would guess, all in all, a little over honey mill. A little over a honey stick? 342.7 million. Whoa, okay. These movies are still fucking... Also, it's on TV soon on Disney Channel tomorrow night. Okay. 7 p.m. <laughs> sure. Better tune in. 7 p.m. That's such a great slot. What the what the fuck are they playing? That for? Road chip renaissance. Sorry, shipwrecked renaissance. <laughs> Dude. Um, yeah, the last one, Road Chip, is released in four years. But so this one is the third. It released... Released two years after the Squeakquel, and I believe, which was two years after 2007. So yeah, it was like two, two, and two. It was like boom, boom, boom. And this is a trilogy. I think this was probably planned as a trilogy. I bet. Uh huh. Um, because we had the first one setting up, uh, uh, uh Alvin, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Second one setting up the Chipettes. Third, they can do whatever they want. So let's go over the cast. Okay, because you know, in mm-hmm. a movie like this, everyone fits into a slot perfectly. You know, because you mm-hmm. have Dave, Jason Lee, yes, the dad. He no longer does the thing where he's like a composer anymore or is he he was like doing some bands i don't remember him doing like anything in this movie. i mean in this it is i mean he would have had so. really opportunities to because he's he's just on a boat on vacation he's and on then stranded boat. on an island um he seems to mostly be like the chipmunks manager uh-huh. I assume he's also like producing their music and that kind of thing. Yeah, you got to assume. Yeah. So as far as chipmunks go, you know these guys. Uh-huh. Alvin, Simon, Simon Theodore. Theodore. So Alvin. Enough said. Enough said. Uh, this is kind of like the rule of um, uh, of trios, I find a lot. There's the cool one, like the main one, the protagonist one. True. The cuddlier one whatever that might mean uh-huh uh and then the smarter one i mean uh-huh. harry ron hermione yeah um 
pretty much all of the starter Pokemon can also be divided into this. Mm-hmm. It's just like a tried and true method of if you were doing it, boom, boom, boom. Uh-huh. Cool one, nerdy one, nice one. Or which one? Which one do you think you are? You know, I I hate to be like this. Mm-hmm. I do think I have a lot of Alvin of that type of. Mm-hmm. I feel like I play into that role or like fit that role a lot mm-hmm. in in my own life mm-hmm. just because i talk a lot and i'm loud yeah but maybe it's different because i'm gay okay what do you think you are um i actually i really don't know i feel like i are you judging me for saying i'm alvin no <laughs> i think that makes sense i would pick yeah. alvin for you yeah um i think i'm i think i'm somewhere in the middle I always, when I take the Harry Potter test, I always get Gryffindor. Um, uh, yeah, I and see I Gryffindor. feel like I have the Elven qualities, but not like I, I feel like I'm not as like forward as Elven. And obviously, uh-huh. I'm 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 I've got a lot of Simon qualities. I'm very like uh, I'm 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 kind of a critic. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like I also have a lot of Theodore's qualities. Yeah, but I, maybe yeah. I'm a Dave. You could I could see you as a Dave. Mm-hmm. I yeah I could see maybe like you know quietly working in the wings you know like you know what's he up to <laughs> Max just did a face like I was a grim <laughs> he just did an impression of me like crawling on a wall or something um so then we have the I'm just gonna say it we have girl Simon girl Alvin girl uh, Theodore yeah Clayton off the top of your head what are their names one of them is named Jeanette <laughs> good job okay if you had to Brittany. I think it's Brittany, yeah. And of course, Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany, Jeanette, Bridget? No, there would not be Bridget and Brittany. I think maybe it's Bridget and not Brittany. I think 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 it's Bridget. Yeah. Because Bridget is Alvin. Uh huh. Let me find out real quick. Teresa? It's like a T. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, Tiffany sounds right for sure. Tiffany, Taylor. Okay, so it's Alvin, Simon, Theodore, Bridget, Uh Jeanette, (laughs) Jamie. So, oh my gosh. Eleanor. It is Eleanor. It is Eleanor. It is Uh Eleanor. I remember that. And it's Brittany, Jeanette, Eleanor. Jeanette is Simon's girl. Yes, Jeanette is Simon's girl. Brittany is uh, Christina Applegate. It is for, it's Christina Applegate, Anna Ferris, and Amy Poehler, which is great. Like it's an insane. Uh-huh. Um, I but I took some notes, and the thing that to me was like the most was like the most obvious. Um, was that five minutes in the the chip bets are just these like. <laughs> Sex of these sexed up it's really objects strange. like these fucking just they are just eye candy for all the little boys in the theater. Uh-huh. They are just the fucking trophy wives of Alvin and the Chipmunks. I uh-huh. I don't want that to be the case, but that is the case. Yeah, they have like a dance off in a club against human woman, which is crazy. <laughs> so. Very early on, we see them like come out of the showers in their bathrobes all together, which I guess they took it. They guess I guess they shower together. They all shower <laughs> together. So they're <laughs> that's a good point. They're all in their robes and they're not even robes. Sorry, towels. They're, they're just towels. wearing towels. And yeah. I mean, 
I mean, not to bring this up, but like, it's not covering anything no. below no, the no, waist. No, no, no. It's like fully out there. So then they're like, I don't remember what song it's like, but they're like, shake my groove thing, shake, shake our groove thing. thing. And they like show their butts. Uh huh. No, no, it's I whip my tail back and forth. I whip my tail back yeah. and forth. And oh. So, oh, they came, so they came out and Clinton and I were like, I mean, this is perverse. Yeah. This is like, there's something we wrong We both about like it. audibly were like, ugh. <laughs> It was really um, like it. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it does not make me feel good. No. Um, uh, but the so but the whole movie opens up with vacation. All I ever wanted, which to vacation. me was an awesome opening, made me happy. Um, but I, I love just the pace of this movie. This one was clearly just made for money, like uh-huh. fully. Yeah, and it worked. Uh, but that they they just started. They literally there was no opening scene. We're going on a boat. Or anything like that. It just started vacation. All I ever wanted. Movie starts, and they're on the the dock going to the boat. Uh huh. And that's it no was explanation like, oh, okay. of like, all right, we gotta go on a boat, or like we don't see the home at all. <laughs> we start, and they're getting on the boat, and within the first five minutes, they're like, they they get right to fucking business. Yeah, and at a certain point, we're like, wait, what's going on? Like, what? Like, what? What is actually uh-huh. what's happening? And then the um, first scene, and they're like. Yeah, boat room mm-hmm. is like ten minutes long. <laughs> yeah, so it's like whip my tail back and forth, whip my tail back and forth, and then Alvin keeps like causing havoc and and da- oh God, I don't, I don't even want to talk. I don't even want to talk about this movie. I, I can't even talk about the plot. Uh-huh. Point is, Dave doesn't. Dave does not trust Alvin uh-huh. to be responsible. Alvin Simon says trouble. that you need to you need to trust him a little bit. You need to give him some some room on the leash there. And notice how we keep talking about Dave and Alvin's relationship. Another thing we noticed was that Dave does not talk to the Chipettes uh-huh. barely at all. Yeah, at all. No, at all. Um. Uh, so so maybe all of you people in the comments could use that as evidence for the fact that he's not their dad because he doesn't fucking talk to them. Mm-hmm. To me, it's more like he does own them just for the money because they're yeah. fucking stars. You know, the, the chipmunks are his his children. The chipettes are his pets. Yeah, literally. And later on, spoiler alert in the movie, whenever um, Eleanor breaks her leg uh, <laughs> and Dave like finds them all later on, um, Dave is like, oh, are you guys OK? Are you guys? And Eleanor's like. Uh, ah, yes, but my my leg, I, I was walking. And he's like, oh, whatever. It just matters that you're safe. And I was like, okay, well, maybe, like, maybe it matters her, a little bit that she let broke her, her fucking leg. explain. Yeah, like, her leg's broken. <laughs> I broke um, my leg. It does not matter. It does not fucking yeah, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter as long as you're safe. Because as long as those vocal pipes are still working. Yep. As, lo- as long as you still got your vocal Oh, thank cord? God you can talk. Okay, good. Um, so, no, yeah, they're in the club and the chipettes see some humans and someone steps on something or something. And uh, I think Bridget goes, oh, no, you didn't, which uh-huh. felt like a crime. <laughs> and yeah. So then led to a funny, it was a dance battle between three human women uh-huh. and three of the chip bags. There was one point where one of the women threw, I think, Jeanette up into the air and then like chest bounced her. And it, it really looked, I was so sure that she threw her up into the air above her and then was about to swallow her. It really looked like it. I hope so. I, I wish that that would have been awesome. Um, it's so funny. And Dave wouldn't even have fucking noticed. No. Um, <laughs> Anybody who wanted to could just like choose to like kill these people. They wouldn't get punished. They would get like a fine. 
<laughs> like I mean, animal they, cruelty, five hundred dollars. If they have a hunting license, I'm sure it would probably be allowed. Yeah. Like, also, they're on international waters, so I mean, what um, would stop them from just throwing one of the fucking chipmunks? And this does happen later. But before we talk about the marooning of it all, uh-huh. um, I want to mention that any human who picks a fight with a seemingly <laughs> underage yeah. chipmunk who's probably like canonically like 15 16 it's really hard to tell uh-huh. because when i see the chipmunks i see like young boys but personally when i see the chipettes i see like kind of like adult women a little bit but maybe that that's just me mm-hmm. I think I I kind of imagine them all in like the teenage range. I think you're right, but it's hard for me not to see them as women. Uh huh. I just see them as adults. Um, but yeah, if if you were to pick a fight with a chipmunk while you and I were on a cruise, Clayton, and you like get home, you get back to the room, and I'm like, why are you sweating? And you're like. <laughs> I had Dude, to fucking dance battle. These fucking assholes were at the fucking club, like the dance floor. And I was like, oh my God, I, I'm sorry. Like what happened? You were like this fucking chipmunk just kind of like running around me. And like everyone was like cheering for the chipmunk. Mm-hmm. I think I also, I, while we were watching the movie, I asked you if I was in a fight and I came to you and I was like, Hey man, I need backup. Like there's some shit that's about to go down. <laughs> and I took you <laughs> to, to see, a couple of chipmunks. Backup dance for a chip. Like, I tell you. I'm like, talking like backup, like somebody, I need somebody to have my back while I throw down. Would you help me? Um, I mean, yeah, like I'm your man, you know? Like, yeah. I'm your man. I could not go on the podcast the next day. Uh-huh. And so I can't, Maha, I can't wait for us to go on a ship on a cruise one day and like record the podcast from a cruise. Yeah. It'll be so much fun. We've talked about potentially applying as pronounced that our improv troupe to work uh and i would do fucking improv love that that would be so fun. i don't even cool. know how to go about that but i would love i that. actually f- i found i found a link i found i found where to do it you're fucking kidding yep um, um no yeah so we were girl simon's name i wrote down us trying to guess girl simon's name uh-huh jennifer clara jamie and then we got jeanette oh yeah yeah um real quick we should probably go through uh, the rest of the movie. Talk we plot. are running a little low on time here. No. Uh, we should talk plot. Yes, okay, we should so, We should just get out everything that happens in this movie. So, they get marooned because they're, they, uh, they're on like they a They fly bo- away on a kite. On a, ki- on a kite. And the second they all flew away on the kite, and there's no land in sight, I was just like, oh, they're dead. Like, they're dead. There's no... There's no way they're going to live. Because... Mm-hmm. It's one thing for like a human maybe to get like a piece of driftwood and drift around on the ocean for a few days. Uh, if you're a chipmunk and you have literally nothing other than a donut and a kite, mm-hmm. you are dead on the open ocean. Yeah. Let's keep in mind the Pacific Ocean, which is fucking massive. Yeah. The ring they of fire maybe close to this island. Down. So then they get to the island, wash up on the island. Jenny uh, Slate is there. Jenny Slate is nice to them, but she's crazy. She has like eight different balls with bloody hand faces and stuff like that that she calls different people. Uh-huh. Uh, she turns out to eventually be evil. Uh-huh. Um, Dave is washed up with Ian, who is David Cross, who's the evil producer. Yes. Um, they eventually... Who was hi- like extorting the chipettes and, exactly. and I think had a crush on them. Very bizarre. He would make them do like private shows and yeah. whenever he met them, they were like naked. It was just very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they all get reunited. 
Dave is like looking around for them. And at one point he goes, <laughs> I wrote this down too. Has more evidence. He's looking around. He doesn't know where any of the chipmunks are. He goes, <laughs> That's right. Alvin, Simon, Theodore. I don't know where they are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Three other names you didn't say, buddy. <laughs> Three other names you couldn't have said. Um, so then eventually Janice Slate's crazy, but then everyone gets off the island. And um, then they all go home. The So what does not happen is that the, the ship does not wreck. There is no chip wreck. There's no chip wreck. Which I'm glad that they didn't actually die. Like uh, in Pitch Perfect 8 or whatever. Yeah. Um, at one point, David Cross bundles up in a giant nest because he's in like a pelican costume. It's pretty funny. And Clayton said, I like that. That's cool. It was, uh, he was like, all right, time to hit the hay. Because the whole time he's been stuck in this bird mascot outfit. Yeah. And he says, time to hit the hay. And we... The camera pans to see that he has constructed a nest, a large nest for himself. And yeah. I liked it. And I'm going to go back and I have some of the things I do want to bring up. Uh-huh. But let's just say that Alvin and the Chipmunks 3 ends with the cast dodging meteors blasting out of a volcano. Yes. Like a fucking Fast and Furious movie. The camera yes. is shaking. They're trying to get away on a raft. The stakes are incredibly high. There is actual chance of death happening here. Uh, because not only do they have to dodge the volcano, they might drown. Uh huh. I'm happy when I want to see an Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. When I go to see an Alvin and the Chipmunks movie, I want to see stakes. Yes. <sighs> yeah, it is cra- <clears throat> like several points where people almost die. Yeah. Um, Dave is hanging from a cliff. Also, in this moment, we get a. Uh, very satisfying arcs for Alvin Basically, and Simon. Yeah. Uh, and Ian, Ian has sort of a redemption arc where he comes and saves Dave. I thought yeah. that was, I liked yeah, the Alvin character arc. Alvin starts reckless, but he ends responsible, uh, which, so there's a lot of development for him. Yeah. The very last scene in the movie is him being super irresponsible and causing a lot of property damage, which I yeah. was like, what the, f- it, baby, the movie's baby. like he learned his lesson, and then they're immediately like, "No, but he's not going to change his ways." Return, return to formula, baby. Return yeah. to formula. Simon's arc: he starts uptight and he ends adventurous. That's true. Theodore's arc: nothing. <laughs> Brittany's arc: she starts insecure and ends not. Like there's a point where uh-huh. like, like Alvin is not dancing with Brittany. Her name is Brittany, not Bridget. Brittany. I think Jeanette. We were thinking of the J. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where Brittany's like jealous that the other boys Simone. are. Simone. Yeah. Yeah. The other boys are dancing with their like clone girl. That's right. And Brittany is not dancing with, or Alvin's not dancing with Brittany. So she's like jealous because she thought she was the pretty one. Uh-huh. Um, it's very bizarre. Uh, Janine arc. She wants to fuck Simone. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then Eleanor's arc is that she starts normal and she ends with a broken ankle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Jenny Slate's arc. I remember it being good. I don't remember what it was. Uh, she's or being fine. Like, I mean, she's she's crazy. We find out she wants treasure. No, uh, then and not. then she eventually she's decides redeemed. not to kill Dave. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know how much of an arc there is as much yeah. as she's talked out of murder. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's an arc. Yep. Um, and then they all get home and then it's fine. Yes. Um, so let's talk about some evidence of that they are flirting. Okay. So one, it. I whip my tail back and forth. I whip my tail back and forth. The girls come out in 
towels from uh-huh. a steamy shower uh-huh. to the boys. And when they say, I went my tail back and forth, they show their butts. Uh-huh. They show their tails and their butts to the boys. True. This is all true. So are they family or flirting? Hmm? Okay. Hmm. So Simon and girl Simon exchange furtive glances when making a fire on the island. Yeah. I mean, they're like si- Simon yeah. and, and yeah. they are definitely like they're a thing. Like it is, it is yeah. canon. It's yeah. not just like, oh, it seems like maybe these guys are fl-. like yeah. the movie revolves around them effing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's just funny. Um, would you want to be like a lesser person in the boy band? Like you're not the star. Would you want to be like the Theodore in the boy band or something like that? Not really, no. Really? I, I feel like I feel like that'd be easy. You just phone it in, you know? Maybe, yeah. I guess I'm thinking about me as who I am right now, which yeah. is like obviously this person is not gonna be in a boy band. Yeah. Um I guess yeah, if you were the type of person to be in a boy if band. If I if I was Kevin Jonas, sure I would like yeah. that. Uh yeah, because I mean, it is a thing where it's like, well, think about what's going to happen after the boy band stops being popular for two years. What are you going to be like a guest judge on like American Idol Ireland edition? You know, like, uh-huh. like Ireland's got talent. They're going to see you at the panel, you know, like y- it's not you can't really do a lot from there and your career is ruined. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be fucking crazy if like you you go to court and your lawyer is like one of the big time rush boys. Uh huh. They're just like, I just quit. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, I would like to settle, please. Yeah, I'd like to settle for nothing. Last, before we move, because I know we're almost done. Yeah. I want to talk about the songs. Okay. We had Vacation All I Ever Wanted. Vacation. Whip My Tail Back and Forth. Party uh-huh. Rock. Party Rock is in the um, And then during the dance battle, there was Do That Conga. Okay. Whenever they got chipwrecked. They did Kumbaya. Yeah. Kumbaya, my lord. It was so funny to hear them say my lord a whole bunch. It was. It was strange. Yeah. Uh, There was, I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to stop. That part was really dramatic. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Lucas was correct when he said that these songs are more diegetic. Yeah. Is that correct? I believe so. Um, Yeah. Where like they... At least convey the mood of the plot more. It's mm-hmm. not just about them singing a song. Yeah, or at least all the songs in the universe. In that, that is kind of the thing is that all of the yeah. songs have been diegetic throughout, in that they are happening in world. Right. But these songs, this it, one's not. it conveys to the the plot because in musicals the songs typically are not diegetic okay, in that the they are yeah. not actually happening in the world of the story. Yeah. Um, and I think these songs still kind of are. Right, but but kind of not. It, they at least theme it to, like, what's going on. Yeah, I would I would still love it if they did fully break and they started doing musical numbers, in a way that did not adhere to them. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a wild one. Hey, I'm a wild one. I'm a wild one. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Hey, are we going to Because I'll be back from around the way. Did the chipmunk sing that? No. Or did that just play? Did it just play? That'd be so- I don't sure know. I just can't. It. I can't imagine the chipmunk singing that for some reason. I, I, I have no memory. I love you. I love you. Um, I love you. 
S O S means someone help. I wrote that down. Did they sing that? Yes, because they they were stranded and they started. They made an S O S sign. But they sang it during that. No way. Maybe because. No, actually, I think that's when they sang "Kumbaya, My Lord." Yeah, I I do. Oh, (laughs) this is insane. The moment is insane. Jeanette uh, is being uh, lowered into the treasure cave to be used as like a suicide treasure receiver. And she's scared and terrified. And she's saying, S-O-S means It was honestly really iconic. It was really iconic. I was saying they could have used that moment for, as like a I need a hero type moment where we're seeing the, the chipmunks and Dave on their way to rescue her because that's what they are doing. Uh, but no, they it's it's just like a fucking full minute long <laughs> shot of her being lowered into this pit on a rope while she sings. It is this one continuous shot. It's so strange the yeah. way they did it. <laughs> it was so funny. Then they have a reprise of Vacation, All I Ever Wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the finale song of them at the International Music Awards uh-huh. uh, was Born This Way. Oh, I was born. The there, Born This Way. And then... I think it was Ain't No Stopping Us Now. Yeah. Ain't No Stopping Us Now. I we think so. on the move. Which is crazy because, like, I know that that's, like, a popular, well-known song. But anytime, like, a slightly more obscure disco song or funk song from, like, that era uh-huh. is in movies, I'm like, okay, period. Uh-huh. And then Firework by Katy Perry. Yeah. It was, was it was a mashup. I'm wondering, just time period, I'm wondering if maybe... Pitch Perfect had something to do with the mashup of it all. Yeah. Um, wait, what year did Pitch Perfect come out? Twenty twelve. Okay, think, so it right? would not have yeah. had anything to do with it. Did it really come out twenty? I'm so smart. That seems right to me. I, I that was the year I was thinking, so I trust it. Yeah, Pitch Perfect twenty twelve. Look at fucking me. Yeah. It's just like Pitch Perfect is the most twenty twelve movie that's, to ever. That's exist. very true. That's very true. <laughs> we should watch um, that. How many little? Theodores out of ten, would you give this? Um, probably a nine. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a nine out of ten. Oh god! I had fun. I liked it. That's true. Vacation, all I ever wanted. Vacation, all I. What would you give it? Please don't say a three. I was I was literally just about to say three. I knew you were gonna say. Um, I will say this is definitely. We were talking about this. This is definitely the best of the Chipmunks movies by like a a long shot. Oh man, the average the average for Letterboxd is a two point one. I'm gonna. Skew it a little bit. I'm gonna do two point one. Is that's well that that's a that's higher than me. It's that's that's a four. Two point one out of five, I think. Yeah. Yeah, four out of ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, and and above the two too. So it's it's leaning closer to five than than three. So I'm just gonna put siblings or dating on my letterbox. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, God. One time my sis. This was weird. It was something weird. One time my sister went on that Instagram account and she was like, we should put one of our photos in here. Siblings are dating. Oh, that like, is strange. No. <laughs> That's a strange thing to do. 
Uh, I mean, I guess the account needs some siblings. Uh, I guess if if no siblings are submitting, it's only dating. Yeah. Yeah. Dating? Question mark. Date, yes or no? Are they fucking? Um. Let's go ahead and get to this. I know you all know how this works because we explained it earlier. Yeah. Um, we surprise each other with movies. Max made us watch this movie. And now I'm about to tell you the audience as well as Sir Maxim what movie we are going to be watching next week on the pod. Max. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but a couple weeks ago when we watched Airplane Mode, uh-huh. I gave you the there's choice a, a different one, yeah. between two movies. I want to know it. One of them, Airplane Mode, carried on the legacy of a movie in a bad way. <laughs> Tried oh. to. Attempted to. This one carries on the legacy of a movie in a, in a good, good way. way. I think I know what this one is, but I... I, I bet you know. do, because it might be a little bit uh, topical at the moment. Um... As there is a movie in this very franchise in theaters now. An unfortunate truth. And on <laughs> what is it? the the climate change documentary? <laughs> yeah, it's topical. Um, oh, that's true, guys. We Thank had God. better start revving our engines because <laughs> we are about to get fast, and we are about to get furious. Furious. Uh, we are going to be watching fast. Five. Woo! We have done the first four, and now it is time for the fifth one, which many consider to be the best in the franchise. Not IGN. Not IGN. They said that the first one was the best, right? I think so, yeah. They also said that the second one was, I think, like the third or fourth It was best. really high up. It was really high. And that to- movie is unwatchable. The fourth one- They might have said Tokyo Drift was the best. They hold on. Actually, I am gonna let's do this right now. Yeah, because I want um, your thoughts. Because this is insane. Their yeah, the IGN but just ranking. For, just so you know, uh, a couple days ago, I sent Clayton an IGN ranking of the Fast and Furious movies uh-huh. because uh, with Fast Ten included. Oh, I'm very okay. No, actually, I know what I'm thinking of. So I'm looking at the list right now. I'm seeing eleven through six. Number eleven, Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay. Correct. Yeah, that's a bad. That's a terrible uh-huh. movie. I'm sorry, IGN, that I because I know you're listening. I'm sorry that I implied that you rated it very high. That's okay. Um, number ten, Fast X, uh, the newest one that's in theaters oh, now. Wow. A lot of people share this opinion. Um, I I like it. For me, it's in my top three. Fast Shit. X, I really like a that's lot. I, I I think that it is. And it, it's getting to the point where some of these movies you kind of argue with yourself about, like, am I liking it in an ironic way? Or am, am I, I the liking critic it? or the darling? Right? Yeah, how yeah. am I actually viewing this? Yeah. Um, and I think it, it, Fast X loses a little bit of its critic credibility. Yeah. But I think it really embraces what this series is in a very fun way. And I, I liked it a lot. Good. And it feels very genuine as well. It does not feel some of the most recent ones. It has felt like they are trying to like emulate the crazy parts of other movies. Yeah. This one really feels like it is playing it straight in a way that I, I adore. Um, number nine, F nine. For nine. Um, the ninth one. I don't really have strong feelings about that. F9 was a little disappointing, but still very fun. Um, eight, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Same deal. I forget that's part of it. 
Um, what? Seven, Fast and Furious, two thousand nine. Fourth one. What am I? What are you looking at? What? Nothing. Nothing. What's up? This is the One Piece Fast guy? and Furious. You're getting live updates of the One Piece eye surgery? <laughs> no, sorry. I I I could have sworn the thing that I was so angry about was that they ranked Fast and Furious really high. But Fast and Furious, a.k.a. number four, the one that we saw that we didn't really like. It yeah. kind of sucked. Uh, they have it number seven, um, which I would ha- personally, I would have it at mind like number 10. I really don't like this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number six, the fate of the furious, the, uh, the eighth of one. The furious. Um, five, Fast and Furious. Six, my personal favorite. Four, Fast and Furious. Seven, three above all of these, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah, that was crazy to me. Um, and then number two, the Fast and the Furious, the first one. Not even close to the best one of these movies. Uh, it, I, it, it trails way behind in that yeah, department. I agree. And then number one. Fast Five. So oh, IGN does have it as their number one. Oh, period. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, sometimes I see something and my anger just completely rewrites it in my brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even though, literally, I don't know why I follow IGN on Instagram. Everything I see that they post, I either disagree with or, like, have a neutral feeling about it. Then I open uh-huh. the comments and the comments always... Even if I have no, like this, like the comments of this, I have no stakes in this. Uh-huh. I don't care about these movies. I read it and by the end I was mad. Yeah. I get, I've been back on my like getting enraged by small things. On yeah. Twitter. I specifically right now, something that has been really annoying me lately is yeah. the way that people had like start to turn on things so quickly. Like obviously... For a long time, Taika Waititi right. has been getting a lot of hate. For no reason. Um, for just, like, people have just decided he's annoying. He ha- yeah. They decided he has it too good for too long. I'm calling it, I called it, I think, like, months ago. And Pedro be, Pascal it's, it's him next. Yeah. is going down. He's like, going to go down hard. Yeah, down. People Bad are going to hate him. Yeah. Uh, because because people just like him too hard. Yeah. And already I see people across the Spider Verse became the number one highest rated movie on Letterboxd. Um, really? I think, I, cool. Yeah, it, it became the highest rated movie on Letterboxd. Um, which That's to crazy. me wow. is I, obviously it's not the best movie ever, but also the people who are seeing it right now are just the people who you know want to see it. wanted to, who really wanted to see it saw it in the first couple of days so it makes sense that and the adrenaline it's a lot of the, yeah. yes um it's not shocking to me it's also the kind of movie personally that i think i i would be excited to get in there and give it that five star i did not give it a five stars but um its average is really high a lot of five star ratings yeah um and i are immediately you see t- tweets of people being like uh, t- Twitter users seeing their first good movie, and it's just like, shut the fuck, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, delete the people who are like, look, this is a good movie, but I just want you all to know that I like, I like movies that are better. I like Solaris. Have you heard of Solaris? Have you heard of The Mirror? And it's like, God. shut the fuck up, you shut. fucking loser. Nobody cares. Go suck your own dick. Literally, no one, nobody. 
cares about anyone else's film opinions. Uh-huh. Don't listen to film podcasts. It's, they are bad. Because like film like Twitter doesn't even have it's 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 a lack of opinion in a lot of ways yeah. and it for so many of these people it's just the need to feel smart in a Contrarian, way that's like yeah it's watching fucking tarkovsky or kubrick doesn't make you smart it does not like like it's yeah. so easy to watch these things and like them because it's art and it speaks to the human soul it is not a fucking measure of worth that so many people seem to think it is exactly and it enrages me it's like an elitism and you can tell it's an elitism, and these people probably will not consider themselves elitists. And what they secretly think is that the average person is stupid, and that they're smarter than the average person. And maybe that seems harsh for me to think that these people think that pe- people are stupid, but they are looking down on something that like they see a lot of people liking, and they're like, oh, well, the more people who like it, the more that means like common people like it. And I'm not common. I'm way more than common. I, yeah. I'm smart and I'm uh-huh. better than the average person. And uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's elitist and it's stupid and you gain nothing from it. Yeah. There's a reason it's called pop music, idiots. It's popular. Uh-huh. Have some fucking fun. Yeah. And that's the thing too is it's like, I love, by the way, I love you. Yes, we. you, we, This has been a very. Friend. This has been a very Inra- critical, darlings, mad episode. And this we don't get to be angry. mad often. No, we, I think we, we often, should do it more. We get exasperated and and and, and furious at yeah. movies for being bad. We don't get to get mad at like individual people <laughs> very yeah. often. I think we should start calling out names of people. Critical darlings punching bags. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should start bringing on guests to, to dunk on them. Yeah. Hey, so funny. I saw you tweet. I saw you liked a tweet where someone said that across the spider verse was getting too much appreciation. Do you want to explain that? Um, um, no. Yeah. But all right. I look forward to seeing that movie. I'm going to have fun. I'm probably going to see it. And I am not going to have some contrarian opinion about it. I'll just be like, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Run. I'm I'm more elite than I'm more elite. Than those people, uh, and also to be clear, Kidding. I'm I don't have any. I, I don't think it's wrong not to like the movie. Um, I think that people but, are perfectly welcome to. But you can it's, tell it's the people who like the movie and and try to police how much other people like it. It's like what what are you, what are you doing? You can listen. You can always tell when someone is performing. Not liking a thing, yeah, or like, yeah, you can always fucking tell they're not slick about it, and uh-huh. so obviously, you can dislike any movie. We fucking dislike every fucking movie we watch, except for me, I like half the movies we watch, here. <laughs> but um, it's the fact that like people lying to make themselves stand out and be cool, uh-huh. literally. I know I've said this a million times, and we're gonna end the podcast soon, I swear, but ever since I deleted Twitter, it has just been like. All those things that annoyed me about Twitter are so non-existent in the real world. Like, there's drama with drag queens or something who are all all stars. Eight. I'm just watching the show. I'm just sitting watching the show, being like, "Cool, I love it." Tee hee hee hee. Like, I'm just having fun. I'm not fucking wasting my time, like getting annoyed by these people. You know, like I was like I was doing before. Yeah. Slay, slay. With that. Um, let's go ahead and put a dang cap, cap in this ass. We're going to watch Fast Five. We're yes. going to get back to you about it. We're going to love it, both of us. And Max, What's up? long, long time ago, 
we watched The Fast and the Furious. One of the first movies, I think like the third movie that we watched on here or something. I think it was, yeah. Um, and there was a man who came along in that movie and introduced us to something. A tally that's still going. Do what? Nos, right? No. Oh. He who introduced us uh, to a feature we have on this podcast called the F word. <gasps> yes. Um, Please. Too Fast, Too Furious rolled around, and, and that man was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, not there. Fast and Furious, not there. Yeah. Fast Five, the grand return, baby. <laughs> He's oh, ba- I'm not saying that there are any shit. F-slurs. I genuinely, I don't remember. No I don't know. I mean, fingers crossed. We can only hope for the best. Um, but but the, the man who dropped the bomb, I'm trying to look the Oppenheimer name. of homophobia, is here. <laughs> Oh, what a grand title. All right, but let's be real. I have been Sir Maxim. And I've been Clayton Showman. And as always, stay Stay critical, critical, darlings. darlings. Bye. Bye.